Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. We made it to the halfway point of the week. I think it was a long time coming, in my opinion. Maybe they had outgrown the Missouri Valley Conference, in my opinion. I don't know what you think, but Loyola is out. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, my first thought is we weren't around very long, eight years. Yeah, that's, that's all true. They've been in. And my second thought is, yeah, yeah, we're going through an era now in which there is a lot of conference shuffling and the, the whole deck, if you can make the analogy to cards, is being reformed. But I am surprised at the conference that they chose because, in my opinion as a reporter, the Atlantic 10, which is where they're going to at the end of this year, it's not. there's no waiting period involved. They're going in July 1st. So this, when Loyola comes here to play, both men and women in basketball, it'll be their last appearance here on a regular schedule. Uh, the Atlantic 10 is, uh, I don't think, an upgrade at all over the Missouri Valley. I think the Valley has a better opportunity, uh, stronger teams, not all of them, but stronger teams. And I, I'm just a little bit surprised that Loyola would, would pull this trick. What does it gain them? I don't know. I do not know. Yes, it is a bigger conference with the addition of Loyola, assuming there are no defections from the misnamed Atlantic 10. Loyola will be team number 15. So it's the Atlantic 15. It's not what they're going to call themselves. <laughs> but they are they're by far the most Western team. They and SLU are uh. the most Western team. To my knowledge, and I'm wrong because we are going through climate change, but I don't think the Atlantic Ocean is in Chicago yet. Not yet. It may be there. Not in our time, but it may be there. But uh, I, I'm just puzzled at that move. I'll find out a little bit more about it today. Yeah, I, that's, that was the thing. I, I can see them. I can see why they want to get out of the valley. But at the same time, yeah, it's not, doesn't, not, not seeing why they would go. It's like a lateral move. Almost. Why would you uh, want to get out of the valley when you have a chance to be in the NCAA every year? You have a strong program. Yes, you just lost your coach to Oklahoma, Porter Mosier, who's a very good coach. And you lost a bulk of your team. But so what? You rebuild. That's yeah. part of college athletics. Get program. Uh, and the uh, Missouri Valley offers a terrific opportunity to advance into the NCAA, which is where the money is. I, I don't I know. I think you just I'm, said it. You just said it. <laughs> money, 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 money. It has to be. It has to be. Um, so instead of, obviously, this, this year will be the last time we see them on a regular basis. Could see them again down the line, but uh, definitely in the regular season. Not anytime soon after this year. Who are they going to be playing in the, Their at the Atlantic league 15? <laughs> is Atlantic 10, and uh, as you might guess, most of the teams are in the East. St. Louis University, which has been in the A-10 now for a number of years. Why, I'll never tell you, but their athletic budget has to be enormous because everybody else is in the East. But they, Loyola of Chicago, and St. Louis will be the by far the westernmost teams. Dayton is in the uh, A-10 as well, but some of the other teams... Uh, Philadelphia teams, LaSalle and St. Joe's, they're both A-10 teams. You've got Fordham out of New York City, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, George Washington in Washington, D.C. That just names a couple of them. Uh, I don't, again, understand how this is going to work, why it's going to work. Your athletic budget is going to really take a beating. I'm just puzzled as to why this is going on. But then again, it's their choice. We'll see what happens.
Yeah, and uh, next hour, I kind of want to ask you about uh, they're going to be leaving a hole and who that hole might get filled with. Ah, that's 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 something else that might be interesting, but we can talk about that uh, after we talk about who won the Baseball Manager of the Year award. Well, in the National League, no surprise. Gabe Kapler of the San Francisco Giants, his team was picked to be about fourth in the National League West, and they score 107 victories against 55 losses. Tremendous year. Kapler, who I really felt when they when Philadelphia did this, jettisoned him, uh, made a big mistake by letting him go. He's a very sharp manager. He's the National League Manager of the Year, and for the second straight year, Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays is the American League Manager of the Year. Uh, here's, a, here's a team that plays in the smallest ballpark in baseball. They only have 31,000. For a championship team, they don't draw very well at all, and yet somehow, some way, they continue to be a challenger every year and make the postseason playoffs. It's it's kind of magic in a way, but it's also testimony to a very aggressive front office. And Kevin Cash runs the show on the field and has done a great job. He has, and it's a team that likes to play for themselves. And when you play for each other, you can do some incredible things regardless of your fan base. And I think a lot of teams have to prove that time and time again, unfortunately. We're getting closer and closer to the end of the regular season for college football. Normally, as the rankings change throughout the season, it didn't really matter a whole lot, but now it's starting to mean something. Well, these are the official rankings now. This is the ones that count. Uh, by the bowl selection committee. So the top four teams, it's probably going to change in the next couple of years to the top eight or maybe the top 12, but right now it's the top four. And they are the ones who, as of today, would make the national championships, the semifinals, and the finals. Number one, no surprise, it's Georgia. Number two is Alabama, did not change. Number three is Oregon out of the Pac-12, and Oregon has played very well. And number four is Ohio State, You can't put Ohio State ahead of Oregon because Oregon beat Ohio State earlier in the year. Number five, lurking, just waiting for their opportunity to get into that four is Cincinnati. Now, does Cincinnati belong there? Uh, It's a prejudicial statement on my part. They come from the conference that my school is in, the American Athletic Conference. Have they played the toughest schedule in the world? No, they have not. Do they have a significant victory? Yes, they beat Notre Dame in South Bend, and Cincinnati is a very, very good football team. But do they belong with the Alabamas and the Georgias? Well, that's subjective. Maybe they do. But right now, they're one spot away from moving into that number four position, or number three, whatever it happens to be. And uh, those ratings do change. They'll change again significantly here in the next couple of weeks. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes down because, uh, like I said, we still got a few games left to play, but uh, those top four are holding it, holding strong. So it'd be nice to see uh, Cincinnati get in there, maybe hopefully either prove that they deserve to be there or run out of the ballpark. Yeah, run out of the ballpark <laughs> for sure. Speaking of which, uh, how'd the Lady Panthers do last night? Lady Panthers had themselves a heck of a battle. They played Minnesota Duluth. Now, that won't mean anything to any of the sports fans around here, but the Minnesota Duluth hockey program for men is Division I and a national contender. Their women's basketball team is Division II and number 18 in America, and they are very, very, very good. They gave Drury all sorts of problems last night. Drury wins a game. Lady Panthers win it 65-58. to Pulled away with foul shots down the stretch, which is going to happen when you're playing in Springfield or on a home court. Not saying anything at all, but it helps to play on somebody else's home court. And the fact is that the Drury team is very good. They're number two in America. 
So Drury gets the win, 65-58 over Minnesota Duluth. And at halftime, two of Drury Lady Panthers, all-time greats, Heidi Distelkamp and Deja Bernard, were, uh, they had their jerseys retired. And that was great for the crowd, great for those kids, and congratulations. They had a pretty good crowd in there last night. Fair. Nice, fair not, nice. Not for Tuesday night, that's good. Um, now, we talked about this yesterday, the exit of uh, Loyola from the Missouri Valley Conference. That's going to leave a hole... Someone's going to get in there, don't you think? Well, there are hints that it may be addition by subtraction. The Missouri Valley Conference is hinting, they haven't said officially yet, but hinting that there are three schools under consideration for joining the league and expanding. So it would be the loss of one and the addition of two, actually addition of three, but it would be a plus one in this case. And those teams, and this one I think is probably pretty solid. I think it's going to happen. Murray State out of Murray, Kentucky is thinking of leaving the Ohio Valley Conference and joining the Missouri Valley Conference. That's an upgrade for Murray State. They do play football, and they would join in football as well. The other two schools that are being considered do not play football. Well, Loyola didn't play football, so there's no loss there on the gridiron. But Murray State's addition would be pretty good. The other two schools that are being considered are Texas Arlington. That's University of Texas Arlington branch. Bears have played them many times, not in recent years, but uh, many times in the Division II days. And Texas Arlington has a pretty good program. The other is Kansas City. I said, Kansas City it used UMKC. to be called UMKC. Yeah. It is not anymore. It's now Kansas City. And all they did was beat Mizzou the other night. So uh, they are being suggested as perhaps an addition to the Valley. And whereas in past years that would not be an upgrade, I think they have upgraded their sports program. Trouble is with Arlington and UMKC, no football. And to my knowledge, no baseball. I don't, I don't know about Texas Arlington's baseball program if they have one. But you want, you want to add a, uh, an all-encompassing mm-hmm. sports program to your league, and we'll see how that fits into the circumstances. Yeah, it'd be nice for the football program to get another team in that competition because it seems a little light right now, so hopefully they can. But uh, we'll see. Ned, you have a wonderful Wednesday, sir. You, sir.